Gardner Minshew, if you draft him first overall, Budweiser will send you a six-pack of beers. I'm going to need more than that to draft Minshew. <laughs> The Drop Back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, and Joe Costanzo. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Drop Back Podcast. I'm your host this week, Joe Costanzo, and I'm joined, as sometimes ever, down the line by Matt Burns Peak. Hello, sir. That was a little bit catty, wasn't it? I'm here <laughs> most of the time, you little fucker. Well, yeah, a good, like, 65% of the time. Shit, man, i got stuff to do. I can't... We're, we can't all be on furlough. i got bills and shit. i got bills and shit. <laughs> and we're also joined by Stan Wilson. Hello, Joe. No sound this week. I know. So, ironically, the boy has left the building. He's, he's hanging out, out north of Hadrie's Wall, I believe. Hadrian's disgusting. Wall? Hadrian's Wall, yeah. yeah. Hadrian's Wall. He That's has sent one. me his um, his uh, his thoughts on our topic for this episode, though. On oh, on all the topics or just the NFC West? Just the NFC West. He's not that. Okay, bad. that's fine. Are they as lavish as yours? No, they're pretty boring. I thought mine were pretty spicy, to be honest. But... Yours were pretty spicy. The use of English was phenomenal. Yeah, that sounds. I, I regret to say it's the same. Vocabulary flair is not seen in Slew's message, but it's it's short, it's straight to the point. In some ways, it's commendable. In other ways, it's boring. But we'll get into it. We'll get into that shit. But first of all, let's talk about some news from the week that we've heard. Some big news coming out the other day, uh, two days ago upon recording, was the Jaguars have released Leonard Fournette. Crazy. And he's since cleared waivers. Yeah, he has cleared waivers, so he's officially a free agent. No one's claimed him. Um, I guess, guys, what, what what do you think of this? Like, Stan? I think it's stupid. You're a big running back boy. Um, well, I mean, I don't agree with paying running back. That's my stance. But Leonard Fournette, he's a great running back. He contributed, was it 1,600 or 1,700 all-purpose yards last <laughs> season across the ground wow. and through the air? He had something stupid like 70, 70-something cat in the season and he carried that Jags offence along with Gardner Minshew so for him to first of all be cut it seems ridiculous and then clear waivers which means none of the other 31 teams wants to claim him mm-hmm. something something seems a bit fishy here and um, I, think I believe it's contract related part yeah. of it is just like he was by far the most talented person on that offence I think well obviously they've got DJ Chark but it, it's all kind of stemming from like they want to clean clean house from that Tom Coughlin era, and if you look back at it, there's, you know, uh, at the AFC Championship they made a few years back. Only eleven out of the fifty three players on that team are still on the team now. That's so crazy. part That's of it crazy. is that, I mm. think, to some extent. Yeah. yeah. If, if you now take a take a look at that Jags running back room as well, they all the players they've got is like Raquel Armstead and Chris Thompson, which is a massive step mm. down from Fournette. So. It, it does look a lot like it's tank for Trevor season. In Jacksonville. but uh, Minshew's got saying. the wheel. I know. I know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go for. I wouldn't go for Trevor when you've got the uh, stash with the tash. Exactly, stash with the tash. Don't need Lawrence. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's weird. Like, I was very surprised to see Hornet go. I it think. Dep- 
Yeah, I think it's contract related, as you said, Stan. Like they don't like him on that cap hit, and evidently the other teams don't like him on the cap hit as well. And also, I do kind of feel like we're in quite a unique situation going into this season, where most of the teams, I can't really think of any teams off the top of my head who are in like desperate, desperate need of a running back. Yeah, Jets. We we were kind of saying this. Yeah, the Jets potentially. But they still um, they're still rocking with Bell, and apparently Frank Gore's been excellent in training camp as he is every year and will be for the next 100 years so I mean you could say maybe them but then again it's not like a pressing need it's, yeah. it's weird the Redskins potentially after sorry, what happened. No, yes. sorry who are the Redskins you mean oh, the sorry. Washington football team yeah the Washington football team uh, I'm a racist I'm a dirty <laughs> racist force <laughs> <laughs> habit force of habit but <laughs> so the Washington football team uh, go football team. Well, obviously they've got Adrian Peterson. Um, they've also got who's that rookie running back? I'm terrible with names, but Samuel Ryan? No, no, he's he's not a rookie. He's like three years in now. No, there's no, there's Michael P Ryan. So the other one, the P man. Yeah, isn't he on the New York Jets? Oh, I've got no clue. This is where Slew would chime in and be like, I think you'll find he was a first round rookie. Yeah. Um, but to be honest, I, like Peterson and Bournette would be pretty fun. I just yeah, want Peterson very... on his own. I've taken him in one of the fancy leagues I'm in, and I'm, I'm rocking with him as my um, flex, I think. Well, I've bloody taken Fournette as my running back too, and now he's currently not on a team. <laughs> decisions. L. That's a big L. Big L. Fat L. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think they're actually tanking for Trevor? No, I think they're just being stupid. I don't think there's any forward planning in terms of let's try and be bad this season. I think they've just stumbled into being bad. I don't know. I think I, I think because there is only one year left on Fournette's contract anyway. It clearly shows that they don't care about winning if you're going to go and cut that player. So maybe maybe it's not necessarily tank for Trevor, but just tank for a top pick. But so, on a rookie, that doesn't sound as cool though, does it? No, I was going to say tank for Sewell, the um, Oregon tackle, but that doesn't really sound as cool as tank yeah. for Trevor. So. We'll call it Tag for Trevor until further notice. Can I, uh, uh, in, I mean, as Stan, Stan's video turns him into some sort of alien. <laughs> there we go. Um, can I change my predictions for the Jaguars now based on the fact that they've got no... no. <laughs> you can't. Bullshit. What were your predictions for the Jaguars? I don't know. You, you had them rated quite highly because of yeah, Minshew. Yeah, I, I was pretty high on them, but mostly because of, <clears throat> because of the moustache, if I'm honest. Um, mm. which I think looking back was maybe a hasty decision on my part. <laughs> Just Unlike a bit. Possibly. We can't judge a whole team off one moustache. Glorious. Although multiple moustaches. Mm. They could all form together and form a working running back that you can you know, <laughs> plug in a hole. The end of the <laughs> yeah. Just one giant moustache. <laughs> be very hard to tackle. Yeah, um, go through it. Yeah, they didn't even release like they've released only four million in cap from from this. It doesn't really make it. He's at the end of a rookie deal. Hmm. Like, it's just. I mean, unless he's annoying. like demanding something outrugly in terms of for his next contract. But he wasn't going to hold out though either. He was at training camp. Yeah, they yeah. might as well just hold on to him for the season. Yeah, exactly. And people, there was like that whole thing where he was a bit difficult a few years back, but. Ever since he he went on like a retreat last year, and ever since then he's been perfectly fine. He's had mm. no character issues or anything like that. 
and it's kind of playing into that oh we want people who want to be here but he didn't necessarily not want to be there like yeah exactly yeah, yeah it's true it's stupid and it's going to feed more fire into the don't draft running backs early oh. thing even though Saquon Barkley will go down as one of the best running backs of all time but whoa I like it it's spicy we shall see we shall see in other news in other news there's been a, a bit of a hashtag trending on Twitter recently it is. Uh, hashtag NFL drop EA whoa so, not sure if you knew this but Madden 21 received the lowest ever score user score of any game ever on metacritic with 0.4 out of 100 and based on this knowledge <laughs> our very own mr matt burns peak has decided to go out and purchase said game <laughs> yeah and then matt was like i'll take some of that <laughs> that is I'm, I'm genuinely surprised at this because and michael evidently due to boredom decided to buy madden and despite all of the getting mad this year, bollocks. So the grand total of how much? I, think, I can't remember how much it was. I think it was probably... 64.99, I'm pretty sure. We split it. Who's good at maths? We split it £27 each. We'll say £55. Yeah. £55? Something like that ballpark. Um, and I was, I was actually kind of pleasantly... I thought the gameplay was a lot better than last year, but I mean, evidently I'm completely... Could it get worse? <laughs> but to be fair, the gameplay from last year was terrible. It was. Like, the- animations and all the glitches and the bugs within the game which you don't see as much well i haven't seen as much so far playing madden 21 but i mean it does come back to the thing where they haven't changed a whole much i think ultimate team's a little bit better than it was previously but franchise the same gameplay that's the thing with the ea though they like that they, they only really care about anything that can make the money post-launch so they'll make all these tweaks to ultimate team they'll make tweaks to that that the new the yard mm. game that they've brought in that is basically microtransactions again but the the hashtag was trending months months ago in like june saying fix franchise mode that got trending a while and they kind of addressed that and they said they've made changes to franchise mode but it's essentially the same as last year um and the year before that it hasn't been good i think the only massive changes they seem was yeah the only massive change seemed to make this year was just nerf loads of people's Madden ratings and absolutely enrage all the fans because <laughs> they were like why the fuck is like Saquon Barkley yeah, they... the seventh best running back in this game <laughs> but the thing that they did that last year as well and they, they, they kind of like put everyone's ratings down and then at the end of the year like everyone's ratings are back up to like 90s and 99s and stuff like that because yeah, bullshit because how can you have Kyler Murray at Oakland? we're getting back into this but you got Kyle Murray at like a 77. It's just... uh, how can you have your future NFL MVP as a 77? <laughs> like, by the end of the year, he'll be like a 94 or something, as he should be. But Love the confidence. I think Lamar Jackson was like a 78 at the beginning of last year as well, to be fair. Yeah, but he didn't, hadn't played a full rookie season in one rookie of the year. He was just a runny man when actually he's also a throwy boy. Sometimes. Exactly. You all doubt it. Apart from the playoffs. But in the playoffs, where he's <laughs> in the playoffs, he threw for oh, 59 attempts. Wow, and that's why you lost. That's why we lost. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, and there was also a thing. If, if I don't know, you guys probably haven't seen it, but it's, it's this guy called Ryan Moody on YouTube who does a lot of like breakdowns of Madden and how broken it is. Um, and he, he compared a lot of it is him comparing it to NFL 2K5, mm-hmm. which is the last and uh, licensed NFL game from 2K. 
uh, with the, the blocking and everything, the AI is just a lot smarter, things like that. But he did point out that the Madden 20 asset tags are still in the stadiums and things like that, um, in the practice fields and the stadiums of the Madden 21 game. So it kind of goes to show they are literally kind of just watching it together and pasting it again and charging everyone 50 five pounds yeah for, for only, a new game the only thing i could say in defense of ea is that obviously all their developers haven't been able to sit in the same room and just like crack out the game like they would be able to in recent years but yeah. it's still pretty inexcusable but, the fact they've had an entire year to work on a game they've they've just rolled out bad 20.5 yeah, it's also just not really in their best like that we, we they do all their games like we, we, we could have the, the exact same discussion about like fifa 21 like it's just going to be mm. 20 but with different kits like yeah. I think just EA in general um, sort of need to get a bit of a kick up the backside and be like, oh, we should actually probably like make unique features in our game as opposed to just copy and pasting it and adding a, an extra digit. That's why I hope that something comes from this. I, I hope at least they open up the licensing to 2K or another game developer who will actually put time in to make a franchise mode that people actually want to play, a career mode that isn't just, you know, predefined stories or whatever. Just you know it's it's just lazy it's it's lazy every yeah. single year um it annoys the shit out of me and like all their they released a hot fix the other day and like no barely any gameplay fixes barely any fixes to franchise mode um there was just fixes to the yard and ultimate team because that's where they make all their money and yeah they're just greedy bastards i hate them sad, sad times well said joe on that but note, the movie it was the one won me on a head-to-head seasons on Ultimate Team, then fucking bring it. Yeah. Re- reach out to Matt. So, let's move on to the NFC West predictions, the meat and bones of the show. Shall we start off with the Rams? I let's think? go for it. Fuck it, why That'll be a good one. Matthew, what, what have you got for the Rams? What do you think? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. generally how I kind of feel about the Rams. Collective groan. Yeah, just to kind of meh, they're they're fine. Uh, I think obviously Aaron Donald is one of the best players in the league, but yeah, can't do everything himself. Um, I think their defense in general is okay. I think it's I think outside of Donald, it lacks star power. Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, Jane Ramsey, true. Um, but I mean, how long is he going to stay there as well? Yeah, they they lost Corey Littleton as well, who was quite a good inside linebacker for them. Mm. As well. Um, yeah, there, 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 there seems to be a few more gaps on that defense than maybe there was last year. Um, and then offense, obviously, you lose Todd Gurley and you're going with that sort of running back by committee with Stan's best friend, Cam Akers. Cam Akers uh, will be the leadoff man. He'll be, he'll be that home run hitter. He'll, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he'll, he'll be a good fancy pickup for you. I, I'm telling you now. Okay. Well, if anybody wants to pick up Cam Akers and you uh, throw your own peril. Um, and then the other thing is the O-line. Yeah isn't great mm. and also Jared Goff I think has sort of been found out in the last few years to be a fairly sort of middle of the road quarterback he's not going to lose your games not going to win your games oh he'll lose your games he was good <laughs> yeah he was good when Todd, Todd Gurley was really good and they could do a lot of play action but as soon as Todd Gurley got injured um, struggled last year like that's when it all kind of dried up for them they, they can't rely on golf to win them games, really. Hmm. Yeah, he's only as good as as McVay makes him look to be, essentially. Yeah. But you look at that Rams receiver room, 
is pretty good. They just drafted Van Jefferson. They've got Josh Reynolds improving. Cooper comes back. Robert Woods is back. It's a, it's a really good field, though. Is the issue like with Cooper Cup, as you mentioned there? Like he flashes great potential, and then he's out for the season again. And it's just like frustrating. I find the Rams in general just really frustrating, to be honest. Like I feel like they could be decent, but they they yeah they they're consistently they have talent all over their roster, but they also kind of have a revolving door. Like like people just sort of come in for a few seasons and leave, and then they're. Mm-hmm cap system their cap space is kind of fucked as well i think in general their positional groups have gotten worse or stayed the same from last year so i can't see them improving much what what do you think stan um ceiling of the rams we're talking, yeah uh 11 and 5 it's the best they can do mm. 11, oh, 11 and 5 I th- that's quite nice. 11, 5, 10, and 6. If it all goes to plan, that's the team they've got. Fair enough. What do you got there for the Steelings, Matt? Uh, I think they're, I think they're going to be a losing football team next season, to be honest with you. I think they're going to be, like, maybe the best they could hope for is, like, a 7 and 9 or an 8 and 8. And then I think floor, I don't know, war and 12. Also, can you hear that drilling that's going on behind me? Yeah, we can. Yeah, we're, we're having... Could we hear that fucking massive drill? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could. Also, now that you mention it. Nice. Right, well, they've right. stopped. Give, like, me a, this really quick. Give me a second. Really quickly. The Rams are going to go either... The best they can hope for is 8-8. Eight and eight, The worst would be like 4-12. and 12. The best go. they can do is 8-8. Eight and eight. Yeah, they're trash. Well, they're not trash. They're not, they're not trash. They're, not, they're, they're a bad team in a strong division. Uh, it's your division. No, but this is the thing, though. As much as I'd love for it to be true, it's, it just seems unrealistic. And it's, it is the strongest division in football. And every team in this division has a high no, ceiling. I... Every, t- every team in this division could potentially go 10 and 6, 11 and 5, in my opinion. But then they also have a lower ceiling because of the facts but I, how strong I... the division is. Yeah, I, th- I think, that, yeah, obviously the issue is you have to play your strength of schedule is going to be a lot different because you have to play everyone in your division. But I don't, like I said, I don't think they got any better from last year. And last year they, they went 9-7, so I've got their ceiling as 9-7 and seven for me. And then their floor was 5-11. and 11. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, personally. Mm. I said it'll be a wild card. Yeah. Do you want to know what Slew had to say? What did Slew have to say? Yeah. The Slew right. man said... <clears throat> the replacement of Wade Phillips with first-year DC has me a tad nervous, as does the O-line that really needs to take a step up after last year. He uses that phrase quite a lot, actually, that needs to take a step up. He really does. If you're listening, Slew, you need to change up the old vocab. He does. Um, and then he yeah. says, can Cam Akers lead, incorrectly spelled, committee of running backs replicate can can he replicate prime Todd Gurley? Could be the worst team in a strong division, six and ten to nine and seven. Yeah, that's kind of on par of my my predictions, I'd say. But uh Well on Slew. Joe agrees with you. Interesting. I did actually forget to mention I had it written down that Wade Phillips is is gone. Hmm. So that could be a really New put him in the shitter. <sighs> so Seahawks. 
ladies and gents, Stan, do you want to begin with the Seahawks? What do you think? Russell Wilson will forever carry that team. There is no way they'll have a losing season purely because of the fact Russell Good Wilson's boy. there. Right. You can't you can't hate the man. He just does everything right. He's a he's an elite NFL quarterback. And despite the fact that Seahawks roster isn't as padded as it has been past years, they'll still end up probably going like nine and seven at the minimum. But they do have some holes. The O line is pretty shaky. You've got Chris Carson, who fumbles the ball every game. Mm. And a defense that's had had some extra pieces added to it, namely Jamal Adams, but still doesn't fill me with complete confidence. Yeah, their their defense for me is kind of the biggest issue. Like last year, they really struggled to get sacks. They only had, I think, 28 sacks over the whole season. They've got since got rid of Clowney, Quinton Jefferson, so they're starting DNs, and they've replaced them with Bruce Irvin, who had eight and a half sacks, and Benson Mayowa, who had. Oh, seven Benson Mayowa was good. Year. He's a good yeah. player. If the Raiders, did he play for the Raiders? Yeah, he played for the Cardinals the year before. Yeah. Like he's a really good defensive end. Yeah, they also drafted Daryl Taylor in the second round and Alton Robinson in the fifth as well. So I think they probably upgraded on the D line. Uh, I think their power running game's good. Uh, downfield passing is good and that's how Russell Wilson's had the most success in his whole career uh, and Russell Wilson's just the boy to be honest yeah. he's he is the boy he's, the he's an absolute legend he's an inspiration to shorties everywhere I I, so, I think the Seahawks could be the best team in this division yeah potentially genuinely really? if you look at the, the players they have in key positions obviously Russell Wilson is a perennial MVP candidate DK Metcalf looked amazing at the back end of last season. Um, you know, the running back situation, yeah, Chris Carson flashes great potential. He does fumble a lot as well, but, you know, there is a good running back in there somewhere. And then on defense, obviously, you've got Bobby Wagner, you've got Jamal Adams now. You know, him and Quandre Diggs is a pretty good safety duo. Like, I could yeah. genuinely see them, like, challenging for the division title. Uh, the division titles between the Cardinals and the Niners this year. Whoa, wowie, woo wee. Well, I, I don't know. Yeah. I've, I've, I, feel, I've, I feel like it's between the Seahawks and the 49ers. Cardinals yeah. are better than Seahawks at every level. Wow. Well, Slew um, says that with the Seahawks, the addition of Jamal Adams joining Quandre Diggs makes the best safety tandem in the league. That's a spicy one. Uh, DK Metcalf takes the next step to become a top-tier receiver, giving Russell Wilson his best-ever receiving group with Will Disley since he's entered the league. Not as high a ceiling as the 49ers, but Seahawks take the division, and Wilson finally gets a few MVP votes. He's got them floor at 10-6 and six and ceiling at 12-4. and 12-4? That's... Yeah, I've got the ceiling that's... at 12-4. and four. 12... I, can't, I, I can't get behind 12-4. and four. That, that safety... Um... Comment seems a bit outrageous considering what they've got going on in um, Tennessee with um, Kenny Vaccaro and Kevin Bayard. They're pretty good yeah. as well. Yeah. Exactly. They're, they're better duo though. You've got Quandre Diggs and Jamal Adams, which is basically just Jamal Adams. Don't even get me started on the old uh, Bobby McCain and Eric Rowe down in Miami. Oh, right, shut up, Matt. Oh, shut up. I'm fucking right. No, just shut up, Matt. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the 49ers. Hey, what about I'll save the Cardinals till the last Yeah, what about our forward ceiling, oh. Joe? No, you, you you didn't mention it, so you can. I'll be talking no, to no, HR about. Go this. ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Floor and ceiling for the Seahawks. What do you think? Hater of Hawks. What? 
Okay, as hater, I'm not a hater of the Hawks. I just can't get behind them. Right, their floor is eight and eight, and their ceiling is ten and six. Wow, ten and six is the ceiling. That is that's ten and six, eleven and five, something around there. In the best, in the best case scenario, what? Yeah. Best case scenario, okay. Best case scenario, eleven and five. I think they're going to go ten and six, ten and six to eleven and five. Yeah. But there's no way they're doing eight and eight. You spaffed. My my floor was nine and seven, by the way. So it was nine and seven to twelve and four. 12 and 4 seems a bit outrageous to me. It's only one yeah, win. It, I don't know. It's just something a bit more significant. They weren't far off it last year, really. So They've gotten better. I think they've gotten better So at the end of the day. So is the rest of the division. Let's go on to the 49ers then. The, the division, the NFC leaders last year. 49ers this year trying to pose the question, is it possible to play a full season without having any healthy wide receivers? Yes, yes. <laughs> so who they well, got they've, the got, they've, they've got, got Brandon Ayuk, they've got Trent Debo Taylor. Sam. Brandon Ike injured. Injured. Debo Samuel, injured. Yeah. <laughs> Emmanuel Sanders, is he still injured? He's, he's gone, isn't he? He's is he gone? Game. Wait, no. Isn't he with the Saints now? Oh, yeah, shit. Ignore me. Yeah, he is. He out. He out. He out. They've brought in Kevin White. Who's uh, Kevin White, the, the old Chicago cut. Bears yeah. alum? He'll get cut. He'll get cut. Like, he was yeah, the first round. I mean, Carl, Carl Shanahan's a genius, but you need catchy boys at some point. You do need catchy boys, well said. Yeah, they, well, they've got, you know, Trent Taylor. Um, who else have they got? Shit. <laughs> they've got George <laughs> Taylor. <basically. laughs> that's, that's kind of it. He's a do everything talent. Yeah. They've also got a pretty decent yeah, running back I mean, run. They've got Tevin Coleman. They've got... Um, Most start. Yeah, Raheem Mostert. And that's all you really need. I think with a certain type of... With a certain type of receiver, Kyle Shanahan can kind of... His play design's so good that you can kind of play them open. But mm-hmm. it is a bit worrying on that aspect. Yeah. I, Are they I up for the season? They're one of the only teams in this division where I think they've probably gotten worse this year. Yeah. Mm. Um, um, Debo's not out for the season. He's got a foot injury, so he could return. Um, Ayuk, I think, is questionable, so he could be back within a couple of weeks. I think I'm not sure though. Okay. But all I know is Ayuk will so, not yeah, be so playing it's not the end of the Bartles world in week one. Yeah. Yeah. It's not ideal though. So at least it's not two season-ending injuries. So they'll come back. They might struggle at the start of the season, but then have yeah. some life in the second half. I don't think they're necess- they're not going to miss the playoffs because of it. No, and be- they've also maintained most of their roster from last year, yeah, minus you know Emmanuel team. Sanders. Yeah, the defense is also looking pretty good as well. They've managed to replace De- DeForest Buckner. Have they? Javon. They've drafted someone who they think could- Javon Kinlaw wasn't it out of um, South yeah, Carolina? Javon Kinlaw, he, he could be. He could be the next DeForest Buckner. He could also be an absolute flop artist. We don't really know yet. They've got they've got depth at D line. They've they've, they're got, just, they're, they've got an alright defense. Yeah, I mean they're, yeah. they're, they're not going really to be shit. Like they're still going to be they're still one of the best teams in the NFL comfortably. But I'm I'm just saying, I think in a division where everyone else has noticeably improved in a, in a few different areas, their O line's improved. Big mm. time. Uh, Joe Staley obviously left, but he got replaced with 
Trent not Williams. Bad. Not bad. And then Mike Person retired uh, guard, and he's been replaced by Daniel Brunskill. Can I just interject who... and say that Mike Person sounds like a generic made-up name? Yeah, it does. Isn't it? Related to Joe Bloggs and John yeah. Smith. <laughs> yeah, or Joe Apples. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. but uh, Daniel Brunskill was graded. High. He's got a higher uh, PFF rating than Mike McGlinchey, and he also Ooh. can play any position on the O line. I am worried about the receivers, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at least for the start of the season. So, what do you guys think? Work out what I think a floor would be for this team. Mm. Floor, you know, nine seven. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. I just mm. Mm. Jimmy G doesn't fill me with hope either. Like, I think last season was a bit of an eye opener with Jimmy G because we did sort of consistently see two or three mistakes a game where it's just like, why is he even throwing that like there? Like, what has he even seen there that's made yeah. decision? And it, it happened at consistency, which sort of suggested that it's like, it's something that he's maybe going to struggle to, to correct. Like it's, yeah. it seems to me to be like a, one of those sort of problems that you, you've just, he's just got that problem. Like he just, he just sometimes makes stupid plays. Um, which isn't what you want, especially in like Shanahan's system, where it's tactical and, and things like that. If you've got like, you don't know what you're getting sometimes. A loose cannon. Yeah, a loose cannon hmm. can throw the wheels off a bit, I feel. I think it's, it's only his second season uh, as a full time starter this year yeah. as well. That was his first season last year because obviously the injury and then previously at the Patriots. So. Uh, but Carl Shanahan does have a very good record with second uh, season starters of quarterbacks. Both Matt Ryan and Matt Schaub had significant improvements in their second year as well. And that's just another little tidbit to look out for. I think their floor is, is going to be nine and seven. I, I can't see him having a losing season still. Yeah, I think that's fair. And ceiling, 12 and four again. You know, I could probably. I, get I'd, I'd, I'd say give or take the, uh, the 49ers and the Seahawks. Personally, mm. what does Slew think? By the way, oh well, Slew says they are losing wide receiver targets by the day, but maybe one, maybe the one team in the NFL that can deal with it, thanks to Shanahan's running game and G. Little. DeForest Buckner could be a big loss on a D line, and teams will be able to double Bosa more often. Still a great team, nonetheless. Nine and seven to thirteen and three. I think 30, 13 and three is a tad tad high. Yeah, twelve and four for me. And yeah, nine, seven, eight, and eight for. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't think they'll thirteen and three as last season's record. I don't think they've necessarily, especially without the receivers at the start of the season. But mm. we'll see. I could be wrong. Carl Shanahan's the boy, so. Like I said, I think they've gotten slightly worse, and I think more to the point, most of the other teams in this division have gotten a fair bit better. So yeah. I, don't, I don't think 13 and three is going to be achievable. And everyone in this division has a, has a difficult schedule as things yeah. go. So moving on to the main event of the evening, Stan's Cardinals. Yeah. This, this Cardinals, this, yeah. Start with the man himself. This Cardinals team is the first Cardinals team that I've been able to properly get behind in years in the fact that we've got depth at every single position, we've got stars at every single position, 
we've got a head coach you can put faith in and a quarterback you can put faith in. So it, it's just, yeah, it fills me with excitement when I look at this roster. And you see at the top of the offense, you've got Kylan Murray accompanied by Kenyon Drake in the backfield with Chase Edmonds behind him. You've got a vastly improved O-line. You've got a wide receiver core consisting of none other than DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk, Andy Isabella and company. Tight end, not really an issue because we just don't use them. And then defensively... Don't need them. Exactly. We, just, we don't need tight ends. We've got we've got no. Hakeem Butler if we need a big target. But yeah, also defensively, cornerback massively improved because we've got Patrick Peterson back the entire year. We found ourselves at proper boundary corner in Dre Kirkpatrick, allowing Byron Murphy to move back to the slot where he's most comfortable. We've got a safety duo in Buddha Baker and um, Jalen Thompson, who will end up being one of the best in the league by the end of the season. And the linebacker core full of linebackers in their natural position, rather than just edge rushers having to play Mike. So this team's going to go places. You watch. Yeah. I love it. I love how excited you are for, for, for some okay. football. This is the, I, haven't, I haven't felt this way about the Cardinals in a long time. So. Spoken with not, not an ounce of bias. I'm being, I'm being objective about this. Like, there is every single bit of the team is better. Yeah, your linebackers team. are objectively amazing. <laughs> we've got Jordan Hicks. We've got Chandler Jones. We've got Devon Kennard. Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons. We've got the whole lot. Yeah. Uh, okay. I. Well... I don't. I don't really know, to be honest. I, I think their defense has definitely improved. I just. I'm not sure it's going to be able to keep to to live up to the output the offense is making. You know. Yeah. Um, our offense is definitely our strong point, but the defense was going to be so much better because part of the problem last year is that we had Terrell Suggs, which so it's not going to be an open door anymore. Exactly. Part of the part of the problem last year is we had Terrell Suggs, so we had to we had to be dropping Chandler Jones back into Andy. coverage. <laughs> Salty Ravens son. But um it's the fact we've got Devon Canard now means we can leave Charlotte Jones rushing the pass at twenty four seven with Devon Canard dropping back. We've got Isaiah Simmons to take care of George Kittle. We've got Devondre Campbell as well as Jordan Hicks, Son Reddick. The linebacker calls are a lot stronger than last year and yeah, it's not just a revolving door full of backups and practice squad members essentially. Nice. Yes. You like to see it. I do worry about your O line though. I like I like all your offensive mm. skill positions. I mean, Max Williams is okay at tight end, but like you said, it's he's not really. Uh, I don't care about tight end. We could cut them all today and still win games. He's like, serviceable. He's okay. Um, but that O line hasn't got a huge amount better, and it wasn't great last year. Well, it has got better. We've got we've got DJ Humphreys back. We've got right tackle Marcus Gilbert's back, but we've also got um, Josh Jones out of Houston. To eventually take over from him, center Mason Cole taking over from um, Shipley, Sweezy at guard. We just got a better, better line in general. Yeah, but it's 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 not screaming. You know. Yeah, I feel like you, you need a you, to to play that sort of air raid system. You you need a really good O line. No, yeah. the ball you comes out to... quickly. The ball that's the whole point in the air raid. It comes the ball comes out quickly. And it's all weirded me out with the like wide stances they take and everything like that. It's, it's weird to see on a Sunday rather than a Saturday. I'll yeah. give you that. Yeah, it's interesting. Sure. Like I, I, I think now that you've got all those pieces, it would be in. It would be really cool to see what Kingsbury can do with that system. Because I mean, you've you've filled 
most of those the, of those you know spots. You know, you've got a dynamic running back. You've got one of the best wide receivers in the game. You've got the best wide receiver in the game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, wide receiver. Um, yeah. The best. You've obviously got a, a quarterback who looked great last year and looks to be in a good position to to keep getting better, despite what Madden wants to say. Um, <laughs> It'll be interesting to see like what the ceiling is for that system in terms of now that you've got the bits in place for it to really work to its maximum. Cool. We've got a running game now yeah, as well. If- with, with, since, ever since we traded for Kenyon Drake from Miami, that was when we started to win games. Yeah. The games that we lost were the games that we didn't have a run, a, a rusher um, rushing under 100 yards. Well, we had a rusher rushing under 100 yards. So now we've got Kenyon Drake in there. We've got Chase Edmonds. We've got even Eno Benjamin out of Arizona State, our, our passing game will become a lot more fluid and a lot more... Well, it'll be, it'll be easy to make the passes because there'll be the threat of the runs for the defence to guard for as well. Hmm. Good. In, I mean, in the scenario yeah. where the Cardinals do make a deep dive into the playoffs, I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of these air raid coaches get picked up uh, in the following years. A bit like after Sean McVay had the success, everyone associated with Sean McVay just suddenly got hired. Yeah. A similar sort of thing with, with Cliff Kingsbury as well. I can't see that happening really because the only there are no massive colleges that run the air raid. Apart from you've got the Texas Tech and you've now got um, Ole Miss with Mike Leach moving there from Washington State. But I, I, I can't see Mike Leach coming to the NFL. He's very much a college coach. And uh, yeah, I would I wouldn't. Maybe we see one air raid coach move up, but I don't think it'll be the same sort of um, influx as we saw following the whole Sean McVay era. I guess it all depends on like the level of success, doesn't it? Like if if in your wet dream world, Stan, where the Cardinals <laughs> five points a game, then mm. I think suddenly everyone is going to want a bit of the air raid offense. But at the same time, if it's like it doesn't isn't like a noticeable improvement now that you've got all the sick pieces to make it work and it doesn't it still doesn't like work really really well then there's not going to be the demand right yeah yeah it's true but so what does slew think yeah what does slew says kyla murray takes the next step in cliff's system with the yeah, boy. of shop i'm guessing he meant to say hop but he is auto it to shop nice he says but i'm not quite buying the Hikins mvp season Buddha Baker, Isaiah Simmons, and Chandler Jones form a surprisingly strong spine for a defense that needs to improve in order to compete. Oh, this is going to really annoy you, Stan. Seven and nine to nine and seven. Sorry? Seven, seven and nine. nine to nine and seven. Right. Audible shot. Can I, um, can I, um, can I um, amend my prediction for the um, Eagles, please? Yeah, what, what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> Floor not of sixteen. Oh, that sounds about right to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I think, I don't think the Cardinals are gonna you know, seven and nine. I can't see it happening. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna get angry over a over mm. a guy who can't even be bothered to touch the podcast. But. As as the floor, as as the floor though, in a division that is like notoriously okay. tough. Hmm. Mm. I'd say you know, nine. That, in the worst case scenario, I'd say nine to seven is a fair floor. And you know, we we don't know what the offensive output's going to be. Potentially, it could be like a twelve and four. Potentially, it could be like an eleven. I'd, I'd say eleven and five. Yeah, I can get behind that. Uh, eight and eight floor, eleven and five ceiling. Mm. 
I would say the worst case scenario, the floor would be seven and nine, and then Ooh. ceiling ten and six, eleven and five. It looks good, depending. Kill. So quite a wide range, you know. We've got a lot of like we've said seven in this. This is like if if we're going by all our floors, then this could be a very tight division. Like everyone's going to be seven and nine to like eight and eight. But I mean, we, gonna... we we've said this a few times though. Like it is it is a strong division. Like. Yeah, there are four teams there where if they were in some of the other divisions in in the NFL, we'd we'd be like, well, they're clear division winners, but they've sort of been packed in together. Like, they're four good football teams. Even the Rams, who, like I said, I'm not particularly impressed with, they're still a good football team. Like, Yeah, they're only a couple years away from the Super Bowl. Exactly. They might not scream star power outside of Ramsey and, and Donald, but they're still, like, competent on pretty much every position without being great like that they're, they're, they're a team that in another division would you could see sneaking into the playoffs i just think that the fact that they're in this division they're not going to and that's more of a credit to the other teams in that division as well that it is really strong and i'm not surprised that we've all come out saying it's going to be a very tight one yeah yeah overall i think the, yeah. the division's going to finish it'll be niners on top i think cardinals second seahawks third rams fourth mm-hmm. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna say Seahawks, Cardinals, Niners, Rams. So I'd say Super Bowl slump for the um, mm. Niners. Mm. I'd say Seahawks, Niners, Cardinals, Rams. Well, I'm glad we, we can all agree on the fact that we were hating on the Rams. So I feel bad, Just, but I mean, yeah. like. They're, I hate the Rams. They don't have enough. Do you know what I mean? They like they they they're a good football team without being great, and they're, they haven't. They, yeah, I can't get behind them. I, as much they as I they just haven't got better in in yeah. so many areas. Yeah, exactly. And also with the rankings well, going by as well, there Seahawks, Cardinals, Niners, and then Rams. You, I mean, you can also put the starting quarterbacks in that order as well. Like. And that's what it's going to boil down to, essentially, with tight divisions like this. It's the yeah. court. I do. Oh, I'd, I'd agree with that for the the starting quarterbacks for sure. There you go, Stan. I'm really high on Kyler Murray, though. I, I think he's one of the best QBs. We like Kyler Murray. We do like Kyler Murray. Finish with a smile. Yeah. yeah. The boy, another short boy, represent in the AF- NFC West. <laughs> represent you, short boy. Short boys out. <laughs> anyway, so that probably wrap us up for this week's episode of the podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at the Dropback, and we are at the Dropback on Twitter as well. On Facebook at the Dropback UK, you can look at our website and read articles and stuff at thedropback.com or .co.uk. I've been your host, Joe. I've been Matt. I've been Stan. Short boys out. Peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>